Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Make no mistake about it. You disturb anything with this house. And I believe bad things will happen. I can't articulate what they will be, but only time will tell about that. I believe she's still here. No matter what they build here, that woman will never leave this property. That woman is Ma Barker. Welcome to Right Lane, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. Each week, Times reporter Lane DeGregory discusses her stories and answers your questions. The focus is on craft. My name is Maria Crillo, and I'm the Enterprise Editor at the Times. Today, in honor of Halloween, our podcast is about a ghost story. Joining us again is Times photojournalist John Pendigraft. He and Lane worked on this story a couple years ago that left them a little rattled. So, Lane's going to Read from the top of it to get you in the right frame of mind. Okay, this, this story is called Ghostly Warning. Dead gangsta Ma Barker doesn't want her house moved. He called the newsroom with a warning. They can't move that house. I'm worried about something terrible is going to happen, said a man in a thick New York accent. I have to warn somebody. Then he told me a ghost story. His name is Donald J. Weiss. He's a 62-year-old retired police patrolman from upstate New York. He'd moved to Ocala several years ago and visited the house where gangster Ma Barker had been killed. He'd wanted to see the site of the longest shootout in FBI history. Four hours, more than 2,000 bullets. But when he wandered beneath the live oaks, a voice growled, Get out of here, lawman. And when he took a photo of the front porch, a shadowy figure appeared. That woman is still in the house, he told me, and she's pissed. So you guys, so back up, so you had written about Ma Barker's house, right, a few years ago. Yeah, we wrote a real estate story because this historic house where the biggest FBI shootout in the history of the world happened was for sale. And we were like, who's going to buy that house? And first of all, we didn't even know it was there. You know, it's just a couple hours north of Tampa, but we didn't even know it was there. So we went up to kind of do a, hey, who knew this house was here? And it's now it's for sale story. And then this guy called me like, I don't know, two or three years later, I think. And, of course, for people who have no idea who the hell Ma Barker was, she was like the badass back in the day with her sons running around having a crime spree, right? Yeah, she had four sons. I guess her husband left her when the kids were, you know, teenagers or whatever. So she formed this gang of her four sons and then some of their friends. And she was like, some people said, oh, no, she just cooked for them, you know, and fed them. She just mothered them. And But most people thought, like, she was actually the criminal mastermind in this whole thing. And they went around 20 years, 20 years they went around robbing banks and killing lawmen, killed 10 people, stole like $2 million, and then kind of decided to peace out and have, you know, retirement gangsta life. And, in Florida. And in Florida. Of course, they come to Florida. So they go to Miami and, and lie. She pretends she's a wealthy widow. And they lie and say, like, where's a good, quiet place to spend the winter? And someone told them about someone who had this house up in the middle of nowhere in the middle of Florida on a lake. And so she decided she was going to, she and her youngest son, Freddie, hold up there for the winter. So you guys go back up to the house. 
And what what starts creeping you out first? I mean, what's what was? Well, John John and I were together doing the story, but he kind of pieced out separately to take pictures while I was interviewing the people. So John was with another artist. I'll let you tell that part of the story. It was a dark night. This <laughs> <laughs> is He was waiting for it, that. It was oh, raining yeah. that day, I think, at least. It but was raining. It was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. Oh. Thunder rolled. Mm. A cat meow. <laughs> <laughs> but we were with Don Morris, uh, who had worked at the Times forever uh, as a graphic artist and just a super, super guy. Um, and the first thing that got creepy is, so Ma Barker died cradling her Gatling gun in the corner of the bedroom. In the corner of the bedroom. <laughs> so <laughs> so Don asked me, because he was, he's going to make sketches, he needs somebody, he didn't ask me, you know, I jump forward for these things, you know, um, to, sit, to be a model of Ma Barker for him in the corner, like in the location where she died, so I curl up like Ma Barker. And I got the heebie-jeebies so fast, like, you know, the, like, you know, I made my own hair stand up on end, but my hair. Right. Was oh, it no, just it was, you? It was just in your head. I don't know. I got heebie-jeebies. Oh, okay. My heebie-jeebies or the heebie-jeebies of Ma Parker. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that, and that was that was years before that guy had said it was haunted. Like, yeah. We didn't go up there thinking the first time that this house was haunted. Okay. We just so thought, that like, was cool, okay. That was that first bullet visit. riddled yeah. house. Blah blah blah. But then when we went back with this notion of is it haunted? Wait, wait. Did you? Oh. Were you creeped out the first time? No, it wasn't not anything really. That, okay. No, she's got nerves of steel. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I didn't get the heebie-jeebies. But I was also like interviewing people, so I wasn't like no. by myself experiencing the aura of the place. You know, I mean, there were bullet holes all through the house. Still, there's bullet holes everywhere. Her bed she died on was still there. The furnishings are all still there. Ooh. So it was kind of like it hadn't been touched since 1939 or whatever when, when this happened. It had been sitting there, which was kind of creepy well, in and itself. We, but. we should say for podcast listeners that John looks like a lawman and Lane doesn't. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that was it. I thought you were a lawman. <laughs> Get out, Get Ma, out of here, Ma lawman. Parker was probably, I like that woman. She, <laughs> she looks like my people. No. Go ahead. But then, so the second time we went back, I think we went more like, okay, is there a ghost story? Because this guy, you know, the, the house was going to be moved, I should say that. The, the house was gonna. They decided they were gonna donate the land, donate the house to the county, and they were gonna move it across the lake um, to another little island to put it on. And so this man was sure that when they moved the house, Ma Barker was gonna like wreak havoc on everybody because they were moving her house, right? So we went, and the house was like jacked up on, you know, I want to know what it was called, like the underpinnings were all out of the house and they were getting ready to slide it down to the lake. So it was it was all a little bit in more disarray, but. We went upstairs uh, in the bedroom where um, Ma Barker had died, and, and uh, John was going to take some pictures, and I'll let you tell that part of the story. Well, that was the first time. We never went up when it was on, when it was jacked up. We couldn't get in the house. Oh, so the so upstairs the thing time. happened the first time, yeah, too. So oh, before about, you knew it was a ghost story. Yeah, so, oh, I, so I lay right. down where Don, you know, wants me to, to be, pretend like I'm Ma Barker, and I give myself, or Ma Barker inhabits my body and gives me heavy jeans. I don't know what happened, right? But I got total heebie-jeebies. I, like, jumped up. I'm like, okay, that was creepy, right? Um, so there's a lot of people in the room. I took a speed graphic, like the old press camera. So it would have sheet film, like the cameras it would have used in, in the 20s when they – so I have one of those. And uh, I, I want to shoot the, the room empty so everybody leaves home in the house. And I'm looking out the window and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, as I'm looking out the window, the bed mattress goes boom in the middle of the room. And I don't believe in ghosts. 
but I did, <laughs> but I did jump, and I ran like a kid. He came running down the stairs, those thirteen stairs, and he came running down, boom, 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 with all his equipment. <laughs> and there. It's, like, it's like it's like that Eddie Murphy. It's like a, get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. I was out, man. I was not like the guys in Halloween who are like, that was odd. Let's. I was outie, out. And, and then. Well, and then we, Ooh, and then there is and, and there is there is an there, and then that's all for that day. But right. then then you returned and, and then when and we then. returned, yeah. So the the guy who'd called me on the phone, this retired cop, had told us he had taken pictures out there several years ago, and um, when he got them developed at the CVS, the clerk was like, "Oh, who's that woman in the doorway?" And he was like, "There was no woman in the doorway. The house was abandoned." And they're like, no, there's like a, a, a fat lady in the doorway. And so he blew the picture up bigger and bigger. And sure enough, there was like the silhouette outline of someone who could well have been Ma Barker back in the day. And then John had his own picture of the mm-hmm. same doorway. Taken the first time you went or the second this is time? The, this is the first time. So I'm, I'm outside, right? I pulled my get out. I'm outie. I'm going yeah. bed falls. Like, right? I'm you're, like, okay, you're, I'm, you're I'm done. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Sort of okay, you know. You're standing behind Lane. I'm yeah. standing behind Lane. Like, like <laughs> Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I have that press camera, just in shooting film, and uh, I take, and this is just an overview of the house. So I'm way, I'm kind of far back, and you know the door's a little piece of the picture, but the film that that film is four inches by five inches, a big big old film, and uh, I take maybe five or six sheets of film in the front of the house and then a bunch of digital pictures so i look at the digital pictures and i don't see anything and like whatever and i go i get the film process i get it back a week later or something like that and i'm sitting there looking at it and i look in the doorway this is where it gets spooky and you got to go online for it and you can tell me but i look in the doorway and there's ma barker holding the gun there she is shadows that look a lot like ma barker holding a gun or <laughs> uh, you go online and uh, and decide for yourself, or maybe maybe we'll put it at the front of the podcast so you can see the picture of Bob Parker. Well, and then remember, on. we came. Then when we came back the second time. There was this dude who was like a cr- true crime novelist guy who wanted to write about Ma Barker, and he had taken a picture that he had had developed that had the same figure in the doorway. So three different people at three different years over the course of time taking the picture of the silhouette of the house, and then there she is in it. So we were like, holy cow. I remember you called me over your desk and you Come were on. like, look at this. And so we had the, the three of them. We ran in the paper like side by side, these three pictures that all totally could have been. I remember Jeff Klingenberg was here and we said, okay, I'm not going to say anything. You tell me what that is. And he was like, that's a ghost. But, you know, Jeff Klingenberg, it's, it's, a, it's a better story if it's a ghost, you know. And the truth is, I'm, you know, we all look in – we don't look at windows in houses to see if people are in them every time we take a picture of a house. Right. You know, you really kind of only look if it's Ma Barker's house. And, and there were – there's all these trees out and there's shadows. Like there were shifting shadows in it. But on this sheet of film or – I don't know. You can so the picture and, and tis- – The second time you guys went out there and they're, they put it up and they're getting ready to move it, like did you have weird feelings then too? No. Well, that, that was kind of weird just because the, all the, the grounds crew people that were trying to move the house, everyone had heard these rumors that they buried all their money in mason jars. So every time they moved anything out there, the grounds people were like, oh, could that be the million dollars that they buried, you know, in these mason jars? Like, no, that is like a Coke bottle or something like that. But so there was like this little like treasure hunt type thing. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Going on too. But I think people really were like, what's going to happen when we move it? You know, like, is, is something going to get shaken loose or rattled? Is there a ghost in the machine? <laughs> oh, my God. Ma Barker has that invaded our pod- podcast here. She's, no? We had some rattling. This has never happened before, actually. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh-huh. It's never happened before. Get out, journalists. <laughs> <laughs> Big news. We could try an experiment. We could say bad things about Ma Barker and see if the feedback comes back. <laughs> bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so the, that second time you went back, the cop looks really freaked out in the video. I mean, he looks like, and he looks like he shouldn't be this freaked out, but he also thinks he was like a, like, I don't know, apparitions came to him or thing, right? Yeah, he, he, he had like some like, seer of some sort yeah. type thing, yeah. So well, we I, I would have thought he would have freaked you out, John, because the cop is kind of freaky just looking at how rattled he is. And he's real. I mean, he could have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they also, we also found out, I, I interviewed the guy who lived next door who his dad, no, his granddad, or I think it was his granddad or his great-granddad had built the house. So he'd kind of grown up next door to this house. And he said that they had seances there to try to... And, and bring her out. to try to bring Ma Barker out, and that an exorcist from um, Casadega, which is this crazy like spiritual community place in Florida, had come and tried to exorcise the house. And they, they, the seance person had contacted Freddie and Ma Barker, but then the exorcist person Freddie was her favorite son. Freddie was her favorite, her baby son, and um, he agreed to move on to peace on out of there. The exorcist said, "Oh yeah, I got rid of Freddie, but Ma Barker wouldn't leave." Freddie's the one in, in the uh, Roger Corman <laughs> video that she's holding, right? Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to... that's so, so, yeah, there's a movie, right, there's... that you've dug up somewhere. With from... Shelley Winters. With Shelley Winters. Shelley Winters as Ma Barker. Yeah. Yeah, we dug up for the video. You got to see that. That was, that was cool. It was funny. It was I, we didn't know anything about Ma Barker when we first started doing the story. So he and I both, like, tried to out-research each other on Ma Barker. And there were, like, a Donald Duck episode about Ma. Uh-huh. What was it? Like, Ma, Ma Quacker or something? <laughs> well, and they yeah, made it was, like, like, a Donald Duck with episode. With the Scrooge, like, those 60s versions or 70s or whatever. Yeah, there have been uh, countless books and bad movies and yeah. stuff made about her and stuff. But So is yeah. this the most freaked out you've been on an assignment? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. John's been embedded in war zones before. He's covered tsunamis and <laughs> aftermath of, like, horrible killings, and he was really, really mostly freaked out by <laughs> Ma, Ma Barker and her Tommy gun. I ran, the, I, <laughs> I ran down the stairs like a kid. Yeah, I did. <laughs> what happened to the bed? I don't, I don't know. I didn't you touch didn't it. Go, you didn't go back. You wouldn't go back, back upstairs. No, I would, I would. Peace out. See you, Mom. Gotcha. Out.
Hope we didn't offend. <laughs> but now we think you should send us back and see because they moved the house. We went to the ghost like, with the house. Yeah, enough. exactly. You know? What happened to that cop? I, I mean, because he, he looked like he was like, he was apologizing to her, wasn't he? He was. He was like, he was. I hope I didn't upset you. <laughs> he I said call something you pure mean evil. about him. I call, he, said, he said she's pure she's evil. pure evil. No disrespect, Ma. <laughs> I mean, he turns around to the porch and like start talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> pure evil. In a good way. We could bring the ghost hunter people over to that house. Oh, I don't know, though. Does the ghost transfer? Does she stay That's on the we land? I don't know. And then can a ghost swim over a lake? Does it, does it go over a body of water? I don't well, know. Well, somebody was saying that when we were there, like, oh, they can't travel over water. Well, yeah. So who kept the land? Is the land still, like... The county, county kept the county land. The county kept the mm-hmm. land. The and county the, got the house, and then the county was going to do sell the land or something to make... Where were they going to put the house? Were they going to make it a museum or something? Yeah, on an island, like, across the other side. It's called Lake on Weird. On an island? On an island. Oh, that would makes it even more creepy. Like then you're stuck on an island with, the with Ma Barker. Yeah, Blair Witch Project. There's your, there's a movie right there's there. A, there you yeah. go. I, Let's just take our iPhones and go. John has to go spend the night on the on the island, don't you think? think oh come Halloween. on, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great <laughs> for you. It would be like the Blair Witch Project. He'd I'll be like, it. oh my god, It'd be all yeah. shaky like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't get cell phone reception. Well, yeah, that's the first thing. Obviously, we see she can play with the electronics. Yes, apparently. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you wouldn't do it? Sure, I'll do it. <laughs> I did next week's don't podcast. believe in ghosts. Yeah, next week's podcast. <laughs> and last week's podcast. John is over on the island. We'll bring uh, our mystery machine. Why, yeah, <laughs> get, get, get why did they there. keep all the stuff the same? Nobody, like... The shot up stuff is still there. Everything was sort of the same. No, yeah, they, they had a for decades. They just left that house alone. Yeah, they, they had a, a rocking chair with a, a bullet still in the back of it, and they had the hall. They had patched holes, but they had the holes in the wall and everything. I mean, yeah. Well, how? I mean, like yeah, all I, the furniture and I mean, just because it ended they patched up walls and stuff. County but, but property, and then they well, just it has cool. been like a summer. I know, house. but it's like it's weird though. No one lived there though. Really, it had been a summer house in this family. So you know, one groups of aunts, uncles, cousins would come and stay for a week, and then another would come and stay for right, a week or right. a month. So it wasn't like anybody's full time residence. So they just left all that stuff. Except for I mean, Ma you would, Barker. You you would think it would end up in the Smithsonian or something, you know, some of that stuff, and it would be like. Um, I don't know. They just uh, kind of move on, patch everything. I guess, yeah, because it really know. looked like the aftermath of a crime scene. I mean, it, minus the blood, but yeah. the, the bullet holes and all So, and other people besides the cop had heard stories about this house. Yeah, yeah. yeah the guy who grew or up felt next door it. said, you know, that all his life he'd gotten the, the heebie-jeebies going over there, and he wouldn't go over there at night by himself, and, and that's why they'd had this, like, exorcism to try to cleanse the house and stuff. So. Well, you said that the family that grew up there had heard things and that they... Yeah, he said his his grandmother had had heard. I can't remember how she he put it, but his grandmother had heard footsteps on the staircase up going up and down in the middle of the night and stuff like that. Jeez, oh, furniture move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bed mattresses falling without explanation. Is there a picture somewhere of you in the corner huddled? Like there might be. Don Don might. Might have. I think he might have been taking pictures. She was doing it, you know, for perspective. I think that's but. why she got pissed off. She's like, you I would like, be. You're on my I will, bed. And I will, Get yeah. off my bed. You're on my bed. Well, you're, no, in my room. Room. you're in my room. Well, and I was making jokes. I was like, like, like you know. He could have been a G man too. You yeah. Know, right. like, no, I was making. Yeah. I was making fun of like her death crawled up like her. Dead oh, in the that's corner. nice. That's what you yeah, want to do to a not ghost. You antagonize the ghost. What could go wrong? She drops the mattress behind you. Exactly. She's like. 
<laughs> Can well, we say the word bitch on this? If you think mom, <laughs> bitch. see, if you start it, you, you know, yeah. you're playing with your karma, man. Yeah. She could come find you. Yeah, uh, she did. I'm telling you, that was <laughs> Ma creeping into, into our mixer. Do you want to say, hey, Ma, I dare you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> you, no. guys, you guys can't see can't Denise, uh, our producer here. Like her, bug, her eyes are <laughs> bugging, bugging out. She's out. like, yeah, because she's over there. I'm saying, go over to Denise. <laughs> go mess with her. She's like, don't mess with ghosts. Ghosts don't aren't things to be messed with. <laughs> so wait, so Lane, you never got freaked out at all. Even only listening, only watching John get only freaked John. out. Yeah, John yeah. freaking freaked out, out and freaked laughing. me out. Yeah, <laughs> you, were, and you the were laughing. Cop, the cop was like really. He was kind of freaky too because he he like. He believed that she gave him a heart attack. Like, he truly believed that he had a heart attack the day after he went to the house the first time because she cursed him. And he truly believed he heard her talk. Absolutely. Yep. But not out loud. Right. He, it was she audible, but not out loud. <laughs> That's what he told us. Yeah. Which she thing. screamed inaudibly. Right. In like his this. head. <laughs> you, you, you at home cannot we, see that. We, we, you didn't take a picture of that. That was really good. Uh, and the cop had had like two other things that had happened to him. He said, "Right, well, were, everything bad that happened to him after he went to that Ma Barker house. He thought Ma Barker, Ma did Barker to him. was responsible for. But I mean, like the, he had a couple of other sort of uh, like." Hadn't he had a couple of other things in his career where he thought like he had some sort of ESP oh, yeah. or he had to, like there's something spiritual going on? Like or? some clairvoyance. Like he, he pictured this kid, this kind of chunky teenage kid uh, with, a, I don't know, a, a mustache or a goatee or something. He had this vision in his head. And then like three days later as a cop, he gets called to a suicide. And it's that kid that he saw in his head hanging from the rafters. Yeah, and then he had another vision about uh, an older man and a younger man, and he smelled them before he saw them, he said. And they were, like, coming toward his car or something in the middle of the night when he was at a stakeout. And then, like, the next day he goes to this father who murdered his son, murder, and it was them. So he, he felt like he was seeing things that were about to happen. So it could just be that he's more, like, in tune, and just like John, with the the ghostly level of people out there yeah yeah there's those of us who you know are more sensitive to maybe ma barker just doesn't like yeah. him maybe could be. maybe she doesn't like smart asses no <laughs> <laughs> maybe she had two sons and got sick of that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. okay so if you guys have a ghost story you know feel free and share it um we'd love to hear it um if you have and we will put so we'll put the uh the video link on the podcast the story link you can read the story and you can see the videos and we'll We'll have the picture, so John will point out the Ma, Ma Barker image, right? Yeah, no, you, you'll we'll see you it. We'll it see up, it. You'll see it, and you, you will say yes or no. Okay. Um, okay, so send us any questions uh, or email your stories to writelane at tampabay.com. That's W-R-I-T-E-L-A-N-E at tampabay.com. By the way, thanks to all of you listening, the podcast reach is growing. It's now available on nearly every major outlet, including Google Play and Stitcher. I'm, I'm looking to, to Denise to see if for sure if I could say that. Yeah, it's on a lot of places now. All right. Thanks for all the love and support from across the world. We had no idea how this would go when we started, but we've now been at it for nearly a year, and we're really gratified by the response. Thanks, as always, for listening. Join us next week on Wednesday morning for the next episode. This podcast was produced by Denise Keenan. Music was composed and performed by Dan DeGregory.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.